Hey people, welcome to Always Wondered About That. Christmas Eve, Lafayetteville, West Virginia. A house fire. Eleven people inside, six made it out. Five were never seen again. No remains, no signs they burned, no nothing. Just gone. So I ask you, what happened to the five solder kids that night? Have you always wondered about that? I did. Let me tell you about it. This is a sad story. Their mother, she walked around in black and hung on to hope right up until the end of her life. There was a mother and a father, and they had 10 kids, 23, 19, 16, 14, 12, 9, 8, 5, and 2. Nine of them were home with them. The oldest was away in the Army. It was Christmas Eve, and they all went to bed. That night, the mother would wake up to a phone call at 1230 from someone that just laughed, and she heard clinking glass noises on the phone. The mother woke up again at 1 a.m. to something hitting their roof. She smelled smoke and woke up her husband. There was a fire. The mother, father, and four of the kids got out of the house. Five of them were still inside. The phone wasn't working, so the oldest daughter ran to call for help. The father tried all he could to get the kids out. The cars wouldn't start. The water pail from the bucket was frozen. The ladder that was up against the house was missing. The house burned in 45 minutes. The fire department didn't come till the next morning. The mother's brother was one of them. At 10 a.m., they found out there were no kids. There were no remains to show those five kids burned in that fire. They were missing. They issued death certificates for them on 12 30 45. The funeral was 1 2 46, which the parents didn't attend, but the kids did. Okay, now here's the weirdness of the case. The fire department said it was electrical, but the mother saw the Christmas lights were still on. The phone wire was cut at the 14 foot pole. Someone climbed that pole and purposely cut it. The ladder was thrown down a 75 foot embankment. The cars appeared to have been tampered with. The parents didn't want to believe their kids were just ashes. They knew something had to be left behind. The mother burnt chicken bones, and they always had remnants left. She found out from a person to turn to ashes. They would need to burn at 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit for two hours. That's much hotter than a house fire. And the house only burnt for 45 minutes. All the appliances were burnt, but they were recognizable. That phone call, they found out it was the wrong number. It was an accident. Okay, how did they find that out? In 1945, no caller ID, no way to trace it. How did they know it was an accident? How did they even find that caller? There was a bus driver that claimed he saw something that looked like a fireball thrown at the house. The parents believed the kids were taken, and they did all they could to prove it. They eventually hired a private investigator. They put up a billboard on the highway with the kids' pictures on it. They offered a $5,000 reward, which eventually doubled. That billboard stayed up until the mother died. The father was looking through a newspaper and saw a photo of a little girl that looked like his daughter at a Manhattan school. He drove all the way to New York to speak to the parents, and they wouldn't let him speak to the little girl. Years later, they received a letter in the mail and a photo that looked like one of their missing kids, but no return address and nothing ever came of it. The father even wrote to the FBI for help. He was told that they need to be asked to come in and help. Without anyone asking, they couldn't get involved. I'm sorry, isn't kidnapping federal? The fire department would later say that they did find remains of the kids, but they didn't want to upset the family. The family was already upset. They dedicated the rest of their lives to finding out what happened to their children. And for the fire department to hold that back, to lie, that's horrible. The father died in 1969, the mother in 1989. That's when the billboard was taken down. The last surviving family member was Sylvia, who was two at the time. She died in 2021. I can't make heads or tails of this case. There were people that said the father made some comments about a certain Italian dictator that people didn't take too kindly to, so they believed the Sicilian mafia took the kids. Listen, I'm not defending anyone, but whoever made that statement is an Italian. I'm Sicilian. They wouldn't burn your house down. They wouldn't hurt your family. 
and they wouldn't take your kids. He made that statement, not them. Sicilians, Italians were very much family people. So no, that statement is inaccurate. The frozen bucket, that was nature. The ladder, someone had to do. The cars, they say they were tampered with, but the cold weather could cause a car not to start, at least not right away. And after a while of trying to start it, he could have just flooded it. The phone line, yes, someone had to cut that. The fire, the mother said it couldn't have been electrical because she saw the lights on. The fireball, the bus driver claimed he saw, could have been a bottle of fire thrown at the house. And that could have been what the mother heard on the roof. Or it could have been anything else. The noise could have been the roof collapsing. The fireball, the bus driver said he saw, could have been the flames coming out when the roof collapsed. The phone call and finding the person that made the call is just a lie. That was not possible in 1945. The call may have been an accident, but they shouldn't have lied about finding out. Hiding the fact that they may have found remains and making the family go through all that was unnecessary. If they found remains of the children, they had an obligation to tell the family. At some point, they could have told them. If they didn't believe you, fine, but you had to tell them. Also, they had 10 kids between 1923 and 1943, the oldest being away at the Army, right? Well, by my calculations, the oldest would be 23. 1945 minus 1923 is 22. Well, the oldest that was in the house was 23. So how could they have had an older child in the army if the oldest was home with them? That just didn't make much sense to me. It seems like they were lying about the oldest child. So I can't make much sense about how the fire started. But the kids, one was 14 and the other one was 12. They would have remembered their family and eventually came home, don't you think? That would lead me to believe that they did die in that fire. That poor family, that poor mother, hanging on to false hope. So sad. Well, anyway, now you know one thing you've always wondered about. Hope you come back for more. Talk to you soon. Bye.